rum and coke engaged. Hey everyone, I'm Phil Albertelli and this is The Week in Doubt, episode 174. Originally, I was going to dedicate this episode to the topic of spirit science, but after doing some initial research, I quickly realized I wasn't going to have enough time to sort through that much crazy before the next show. I watched about 20 minutes of the video, Our History is Not What We Think, and man, it was claiming Jews are really from outer space, an ancient alien race used mystical energies to form Atlantis, the Egyptian god Thoth was uh, involved somehow. There were references to Zachariah Sitchens and Edgar Cayce, this uh, Madame Blavatsky theosophy type of stuff. It was like someone took all the weird New Agey beliefs out there and mushed them up into one giant ball of batshit crazy. So I want to apologize to the listener who requested that I cover the topic. I still plan on covering it one day, but I'm going to have to order some rubber fishing boots, uh, waders I think they're called, off of eBay in order to wade through that much bullshit. Yeah, but in seriousness, it's one of those subjects that will probably require a lot of research and prep due to the sheer volume of spurious claims that the video makes. But hey, it has over 4 million views, so whoever's behind Spirit Science, I think it's a young guy who goes by a couple of different aliases, uh, they sure know how to draw eyeballs. But luckily it seems, judging by the comments section, the majority of viewers don't seem to be taking the video all that seriously. But anyway, that left me wondering what the heck was I going to do for this week's episode. Well, I found myself watching an episode of Joe Rogan's podcast where he interviews Milo Yiannopoulos, I think it is. I hope I didn't butcher his name. And when the topic of religion came up, things got a little more exciting, maybe even a little heated. And I found myself wishing I could somehow jump in and add my own two cents. Then I thought, wait, don't I host a podcast? And thus was born this week's episode. So I'm going to play a good 15 or 20 minutes of the episode, and I'll jump in here and there when I feel like I have something worthwhile to say. And I apologize ahead of time if I'm not quite as entertaining as Joe or Milo, but it wouldn't really be an episode of the week in doubt if I just played someone else's content without chiming in. Most of you guys out there are probably already familiar with Joe Rogan and Milo Yiannopoulos, but just in case, I'll give you a little background. Joe Rogan is a stand-up comedian and an actor. Some of you, like myself, might remember him fondly from the 90s sitcom News Radio. He was also the host of Fear Factor and at least one other reality show. He's also a fitness-slash-martial arts uh, enthusiast and does commentary for the UFC. And of course now, he's the host of a popular podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. Now, I already liked Joe Rogan, but my respect for him grew even deeper when I heard him on the Adam Carolla show, or Adam Carolla podcast, whatever it is, talking about spiritual slash philosophical matters, consciousness expansion, sensory deprivation, meditation, psychedelics, etc., etc. I had no idea he was into that stuff or that he was such a contemplative guy, so I'm a big fan of his show. And he seems to always have really interesting guests on. Uh, but okay, enough butt kissing there. 
Uh, now, Milo is a journalist, a provocateur of sorts. Despite being gay and somewhat flamboyant, shall we say, he also holds some conservative views and considers himself a believing Catholic. And he often takes it upon himself to defend religion, as you're about to hear. So without further ado, here we go. I pretty... find that ridiculous, but um, uh, from my point of view, as somebody who is both religious and homosexual... Um... You're religious? Yeah, well, I mean, I so my, my matrilineally speaking, I'm Jewish, but I was raised Catholic. Um, and um, it's but what a, does that mean? Are you practicing in the middle of ketamine? No, and I'm perfect. Twelve hour um, fuck sessions. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, like, that's not very religious. Rich dude. older men in dresses. What's not to love? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, if it hadn't been for Father Michael, I wouldn't have made nearly as much money in my twenties. He taught me to give such good head. You know, um, I, I, I gave such good blowjobs after after three years in choir. Um, no, I mean. Um, so you're not religious? No, no, I, I, I believe. I don't necessarily go to mass all the time, but um, I you do, believe I do, I do what? Believe. I'm a Catholic. I would, I would call, you I would, believe I would call in... myself a Catholic. Yeah. I so mean, I'm you... not a good Catholic, but you know. But when you say you believe, like you believe in what? The Bible? Well, I believe in Catholicism. I'm, 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 I'm a Catholic. I think. So you believe that it's a good idea to have confession, yeah. and you have a, a dude who never has sex ever listening to fuck stories whispered uh, through a hole in the wall, fuck and he ab ab this is, absolves this is like you. Don't cut baby dicks, you know. For it a, is for a All right. See now, it's. I know it's always easier Monday morning quarterbacking, but if I was Joe, well, I'd be rich and heavily muscled. But I would have tried to pin Milo down right there and would have asked him, do you believe in the divinity of Christ? Do you believe someone literally rose from the dead 2,000 years ago? Because I feel like Milo, while defending religion tooth and nail, also seems to have a kind of wishy-washy approach and never states whether he actually believes in the supernatural claims of his faith. Uh, but anyway... A wizard sitting on a golden <laughs> throne. All right, we're done. And you have to we're call done. him father. That we're all makes done. sense to you? Do you know what? I went to Catholic Do you school, know what? by the way. I didn't go to Catholic school, but I was raised Catholic. On oh, that baby dick comment, <laughs> I can't believe I, I, I just said that, um, was in response to something Milo said earlier in the interview. And this is funny because I just did those episodes on circumcision. But Joe is against male circumcision. He thinks it's unnecessary and cruel, paraphrasing. But that was the gist. And Milo, as a gay man, aesthetically prefers the cut look, shall we say. And multiple times he half-jokingly says he thinks circumcision is quote-unquote good grooming. I'm on the fence regarding this issue. I had an adult circumcision when I was about 19 or 20. I know you guys are probably sick of hearing about it. And to be honest, for me... It wasn't at all for health reasons. It was completely about my feeling self-conscious and wanting to look like the majority. That's the brutal truth. But I'm not super opinionated on the subject of circumcision. But one thing that has always bothered me, though, is when girls act revulsed by the idea of a foreskin, like it's some grotesque aberration, when in fact it's a natural part of the male anatomy. It's almost like they're trying to shame someone for being intact, and Milo seemed to have been doing the same thing. But hey, I guess no one can make you like foreskins. Touch that turtleneck. But anyway, onward. This, well, do you know what? This world could do with a bit more pomp and circumstance, a little bit more a drama. And Says a little bit the more... man who supports the fucking matriarchy. Do you know what? This world could do, it could do with a little bit more of that. I mean, just look at the, look at the dreary hell of, you know, the atheist art scene. Look at... I have no idea what the atheist art scene even is. 
at you know look at there's some total the atheist of, you know, arts you know, like contribution to Who humans the fuck is searching the atheist arts no but i mean like you know just, I, don't, I mean what i mean <clears throat> is you know you want to so look at the atheist arts scene look at almost all the good movies ever made look at almost all the great albums ever made look at almost all the great comedians that Hollywood have ever told to Yep, Bill Hicks, George Carlin. I don't know if John Lennon was an atheist, but he was close enough. Think about the lyrics to imagine. You can't ever. compare Hollywood, That's the atheist Hollywood to St. Peter's Basilica. No, 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 no. Or Hollywood All to the Blue Mosque, the great for that but, like, if you I don't think comedians up, contribute to the sum total of human civilization and knowledge in the way that, the scene, Bill, in the way that Art Michelangelo scene. did. Paint. I mean... Renaissance artists were commissioned by patrons, including the church. It doesn't necessarily mean they themselves were religious. I think even though he had a tense relationship with the church, Michelangelo was a believer. Leonardo da Vinci seemed to be a very scientifically minded person and believed in what we would probably call the scientific method. And of course, he was not only an artist, but an inventor as well. He's even quoted as saying in one of his notebooks, to me, it seems all sciences are vain and full of errors that are not born of experience, mother of all certainty, and that are not tested by experience. All true sciences are the result of experience which has passed through our senses. And let's remember that the Renaissance was a rebirth, a rebirth of the interest in things like science, philosophy, art, and knowledge. And this rekindled interest in such things was sparked by the rediscovery of the great works of the classical world. And the realistic style of some of the art, especially the sculptures, was influenced heavily by the art of the classical world, that is the world of the ancient Greeks and Romans. So let's not pretend that Christianity or the belief in some higher power gets to take direct credit for the masterworks of the, of the Italian Renaissance. And doesn't the Bible forbid graven images? And I think even the ancient Jews were forbidden from creating likenesses of living beings, especially the human form. You shall have no other gods beside me. You shall not make for yourself a sculptured image or any likeness of what is in the heavens above or on the earth below or in the waters under the earth. Exodus 23 through 4. Just saying. Oh, yes. Van Today? Um, yesterday, dreary, awful, boring. How terrible. dare you? All of them that are atheists. Atheism is you for people with mediocre intelligence. I just remembered I've been drawing since I was a kid and I have a graphic design degree. I guess technically I'm an atheist artist, agnostic atheist. And before I get jumped on by there's no such thing as an agnostic atheist crowd, here's the definition. Agnostic atheists are atheistic because they do not hold a belief in the existence of any deity and agnostic because they claim that the existence of a deity is either unknowable in principle or currently unknown in fact. Makes sense. No, you need religion to be a good person, uh, but you especially need, especially need religion to be a good artist. Well, Holy frog nuggets. You need religion to be a good person? B.S. There's plenty of religious jerks and hypocrites and plenty of nice, caring, principled atheists. You ever hear of humanism? It would take too long to explain it, but I do believe we are in part evolutionarily wired for things like altruism and empathy, and to be fair, tribalism and violence, too, in group outgroup stuff. And there's plenty of examples of altruism and group solidarity in the animal world. I also think this is insulting to people who are quote-unquote spiritual, but a shoe organized religion. They can't be good. 
and you need religion to be a good artist? Well, we already went over that. In fairness, I will say that an impulse towards the transcendent often helps the creative process. It's something I think I possess, uh, but we have to define quote-unquote transcendent. I don't mean literally communing with the divine, but that impulse to transcend the normal workaday consciousness and think of things in meaningfully symbolic or new and moving ways, if that makes sense. You need to pick and choose what you do that you decide is religious and isn't. Same with this Kim Davis lady deciding that the sins of these men were more important than their own sins. Or, the, or uh, you, would you want to do ketamine and amphetamines and have sex with black guys. I never those things. I was speaking purely You were talking about fivesomes at the age of 13. <laughs> okay? These yeah, are all but, not in the Bible. Listen. Leviticus 20.13, if a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. But look Listeners in the Bible all day. You'll never find happy, drag queen happy. fivesomes. It's not it's in Leviticus. <laughs> it's in Leviticus. It's right there. you got to go to the Old Testament. I think, you know, uh, uh, you're, not, you're looking at King James, aren't you? You know, if you, if you actually check. I look at both of them. Dude, I read it's, the, it's right there in Leviticus. I, I read uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Christian myth. Man shall lie with, with interracial cross-dressing orgies. You know, it's, it's right there. It's, a, it's in my Bible. Yeah, but when, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Like, if you... Uh, if you say you're Christian and you I want to be on that team, to you got to kind of say it. You can aspire to be better than you are. Um, aspire I, to be better than you are doesn't mean you believe in Jewish zombies. <laughs> uh, crude but fairly accurate when you think about it. Except I don't think Jesus was rotting. We're not going to win this one. I'm not going to win this one. I'm well, of course you're not. This one's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, this one's ridiculous. I you're talking think... about shit written on animal skins by people who thought the world was flat and the sun was 17 miles away. I, oh. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's going to make you a better person. <laughs> it's totally, yeah, they found it in clay pots in Qumran. That would be the Dead Sea Scrolls Joe's referring to, texts written by a group of religious ascetics known as the Essenes. Yeah, they unscroll. They had to do DNA tests to find out which piece of fucking yak ass this piece say, was written I feel, on. I feel sorry for people who have a sort of bleak, empty existence of oh, militant that's atheism. Not bleak or empty. My existence is far from bleak. I'm fascinated and wrapped even by ancient stories and myths. I just don't believe them literally. It's just so boring. No, a lack a of belief to, in a nonsense is not bleak. Way to look at the world. A lack of belief in nonsense is not bleak. Well, you believe plenty of nonsense. Like what? Name one thing. Uh, well, you're sort of silly. You've got a silly view on circumcision, as, we, as, we, <laughs> as we've discovered. On baby dick cutting. We, uh, baby dick cutting. <clears throat> My apologies for the gratuitous mention of baby dicks. My God, for, we agreed for to a disagree. For, for a dreary nitpicker, you're a hell of a fucking drama queen. Um, <laughs> it's baby dick cutting. You tell me what it is. God, give, okay. Tell me All what right, it is. No, okay, what is it? I've, if it's I've not given, baby I'm, dick cutting, I'm gonna give you. I'm just look. I'm you win. I'm just gonna well, give it. Come to you. on, you're the one who brought up the baby dick baby cutting. <laughs> call it call it something else. What is it? I think it's good grooming. If aliens it's came down good. from another planet and saw us cut all the baby dicks, they'd be like, "What oh, the fuck are you guys doing?" It's just good. I just have to stop to say, I think Joe's funny as hell, uh, and he definitely doesn't sound bleak to me. He sounds like a funny, insightful guy who likes to have a good time. It's what are just, you doing? It's just good grooming. Mm. Just good grooming. Okay. I, obviously, we disagree. What other ridiculous shit do I believe? That's akin to Jewish zombies or oh, guys who God's turn sakes. wine and Stop it. out of water. Nothing, you know what? There's nothing more depressing than seeing somebody who you admire, who's obviously smart and clever, who...
Uh-oh, here comes the guilt trip. Won't buy into old fairy tales. No, to God speak to speak so disparagingly about such a, a complex and fascinating part of who we are. You're now, right. Look at yeah, totally. Even if you even if you take the view, let's say Ludwig mm. Feuerbach, right? Even if you take the Feuerbachian view, um, you know, and say, I don't believe in what any of these religions say. Okay. But if we look at what they have in common and what that says about the human spirit, what we aspire to, what we consider most important. So. Well, I kind of agree with Milo here that you can appreciate religion figuratively or symbolically and think that there's some universal truths or wisdom to be gleaned from them. But I still think it's funny when Joe says Jewish zombies. I have an irreverent sense of humor and I don't want people trying to guilt me or wag their finger at me for having a laugh at religion here and there. And let's face it, a lot of things about religion, when taken at face value or literally, can seem quite absurd. For example, Christianity, we might consider self-sacrifice and love the most important things because, the, you know, self-sacrifice and love are the two central instincts that run, the red threads that run through the Christian canon, mm -hmm. run through Christian literature, run through Christian history. Um, if that was the Feuerbach most important say thing. Is this, okay, I don't believe in this stuff, but this is an essential uh, human, uh, human artifact of human culture and history because it teaches us more about ourselves than anything else. Right. It teaches us over, century, over centuries has evolved to teach us what we find most important. And different religions in different places are fascinating because um, they illustrate the different emphases on those core values of love and charity and self-sacrifice uh -huh. that different societies place on things. Now, I'm not asking you to believe that uh, that when you take Holy Communion, you're ingesting the, the you know the body and blood of Christ. Thank That's not going to happen. God. But what I am suggesting is you shouldn't be such a dismissive asshole. Once again, I think we should be free to criticize man-made belief systems, no matter how dearly some people hold them. I don't think it makes you an asshole. Dismissive, maybe, but not necessarily an asshole. About. <laughs> about you know <clears throat> such an integral rich beautiful and crucial part of human history that teaches us so much about who we are okay first can, of all we can this agree. is a disingenuous we argument can this is no, a disingenuous no, argument because you were mocking me about making fun agree. of things that are absolutely preposterous like coming back from the dead healing people turning wine no what i'm saying is and a lot of people believe in that stuff literally and we need to be free to criticize this kind of superstitious thinking and say hmm not quite buying it got any proof even if you only believe their stories these are the most important stories that West, the western tradition the, the Those western are the civilization most important yes, stories. Uh, the okay. most important stories that have ever been told they're folklore uh, i'll concede to milo's point that these ancient stories are important but I hope he's not trying to say the stories in the Bible specifically are the most important. I hope he's also including the stories of all those dead religions that we now call mythologies. I'm just if not more moved by the story of Isis and Osiris, or Odin hanging from the world tree, or the story of Prometheus, etc., as I am by anything in the Bible. Um, even if you believe that, they say something deep and profound about who we are and about what we care about most, about our anxieties, about our beliefs, and about our, um, you know, our, our sympathies, the way we relate to one another, the way that we... That's perhaps, adorable. Perhaps Just because you the way say that we this ought to, doesn't the, mean it's true. You the way that we ought to organize... Right? This doesn't, doesn't rationalize I'm, ridiculous I'm stories. I'm presenting one reason why you should be less... Uh, flippant and dismissive about religion because you are too smart to be that much of a kind of no, religion. I'm Guilt trip round two. You're too smart. Uh, Joe, you should know better. Joe Rogan is a smart guy with a keen interest in religion, ancient history, spirituality, etc. And that's probably why he is quote unquote 
flippant. He's done the studying and he's all too well acquainted with the BS aspects of religion. Flippant and um, dismissive about it because I can't believe smart. it's still here. You are far too smart. You are far too intelligent oh, and individual. Adorable. I wish it was adorable, but Milo's attempted shaming just pisses me off. This, this, to, to treat religion with the amount of contempt you do. This is incorrect. what assholes do. This no, is not what, what assholes mediocre. do. If criticizing superstitious, man-made belief systems makes you an asshole, then I guess I'm a proud member of the International A-Hole Society. Mediocre intelligence, you are, well, exactly atheists what you accuse do. feminists of doing. No, it's not. You're distorting the argument. I, the the reality is we're talking about myths, and we're talking about people that saying... believe those myths so much that they won't let people get married because it goes against their myth. And I'm Bam. Saying that right? you can disagree with them, isn't that can, what happened? You can disagree with you can disagree. But that's what with happened, right? Then where's the love and well, compassion from myth, Kim but, Davis? Um, you can disagree with everything that they teach. You can say that it's nonsense. You can agree that it, you can, if you want to, agree that it has bad consequences in society. That well, it's it can have from the bad past. consequences. What you shouldn't do is ridicule and dismiss. You know, sort of the the you know Jewish zombie shit, right? Why not? You're just doing it to be outrageous. You're just doing it no, to provoke. No, no, that's what and it what is. You shouldn't do. And no, we're not saying it to be outrageous. We're leveling these criticisms because we don't believe in the supernatural claims of religion, and we think literally believing such things is an insult to human intelligence. Sorry for putting words in your mouth, Joe. Look, there is no, a I'm good, not doing there is it to a good be place, There's a good place for, for outrageousness and provocation, right? And I'm not trying to put you on trial here. What I'm saying is you're too smart. Attempted guilt trip round three to fall into this habit. And it's a leftist thing, this militant atheism crap, where you dismiss the central importance <clears throat> of religion to our culture and, and what to is who the we central are. Importance? Well, it's, it's, it got it's, us it's through defined. barbaric days with rules where we're worried about well, the most, consequences most of, of God's punishing of, us. Most of our laws are based on religious prescription when you get down to it. There's some truth to that, but I believe much of our legal system is inherited from pre-Norman invasion Anglo-Saxon law that has roots in ancient Germanic and Scandinavian custom. But now that I think about it, Milo should consider himself lucky we don't get too much of our jurisprudence from the Old Testament. Uh, see, once again, Leviticus. You know, yeah, most of the way society is organized is based on what's ultimately religious prescription. My point is simply and only <laughs> that if you're going to be a flippant <clears throat> asshole, at least acknowledge that, first of all, half the population, you know, does take this stuff seriously. And Great swaths of the population also watch soap operas, pick their noses and believe in Bigfoot. So what? And second of all, this is important stuff that tells us about who we are. And I think it's beneath you to be so flippant about it. I'm well, flippant about listen, feminism because feminism is, is not listen, important stuff I'm, that tells us I'm about flippant, who we are today. I'm flippant and cruel and vindictive and spiteful and horrible about crazy feminists because they're crazy and because what they do is ridiculous. I don't think, whether or not you're an atheist, that religion is ridiculous. And I think it deserves a bit more respect. Apply that same type of reasoning, Milo, to religion. Uh, nothing's stopping you but your own bias, your own need to believe in the comfy, cozy faith that you happen to be born into. Well, that's fine. You're allowed to think it, but just right. because you think it doesn't mean it's right. No, and it's the fine. idea that it makes you a flippant asshole because but you're unwilling it. to accept myths. You're unwilling <laughs> to accept things that make no sense whatsoever. You're, un you're unwilling to accept things you're, that are and, scientifically and you're not, you're not, disproven. You're not well said, Joe. Acknowledging the extent to which religion has made you who you are. I mean, you know, the, just the, from the speech you mean codes, the rejection from of the it, maybe? speech codes that you grow up with, your oh, moral codes, you know, the on, whole stop. basis. That doesn't mean the, the myths whole... aren't stupid. No, I didn't... Of course, culture, including religion, shapes who we are. 
That does nothing to validate whether a religion's claims are actually true. Say that. It I'm doesn't mean the myths are stupid. No, you know, you know, you know what got sense, us to hear. Right you know what got us to hear? Your people. Sense, your people. Your not sense, religion. Your sense of right and wrong. Religion, which was created by people. Your sense of right people and wrong did comes bullshit. from comes from a Judeo-Christian Judeo tradition. Bullshit. And, it, and it's interesting. Your sense it's making of right so and wrong angry. does this not is, come from that. That's not true. Wow, I think Joe's got him on the ropes, man. Keep hammering him. It's not true. Your sense of right and wrong comes from Judeo-Christian tradition. What's Christianity about 2,000 years old? The human, uh, modern humans might be around 200,000 years old, roughly, or something like that. There's different ballpark estimates, and we managed to survive this far. Things like the golden rule or ethic of reciprocity can be found in many ancient cultures, some predating Judaism and Christianity, including ancient Egypt. And of course, we find something like it in the Code of Hammurabi, although in fairness, it's kind of closer to that Lex Talionis, eye for an eye kind of thing we find in the Old Testament. Point is legal and moral codes, ideas of right and wrong, far predate Christianity. You got to stop it saying does. that because it's not true. I haven't got to stop it's, saying it's, it's cultural. It's cultural. So you, oh, I see. There's right and wrong in other cultures that's completely different from what we consider right and wrong in America. Look at New Guinea. Do you know about the sperm warriors in New Guinea? These men that take these young boys when they're young and inseminate them, put cum in their mouths and their asses to make them grow. I wish to the God I don't believe in that that wasn't true, but I recently heard the Justicar and uh, Sargon of Akkad talking about the same thing. Uh, might have been an old live stream, but uh, it was new to me. Apparently, it's all too real. Uh, sometimes the truth is hard to swallow. They do that from the time they have like isn't that just called fathers. homosexuality? No, it sounds like, great. It's their it's, culture. It's, it's what's right and what's wrong for them. Things that would be absolutely illegal would lock you up in jail for in America and in Europe. In New Guinea, this is like a great long tradition. A yes, big part of the culture. and they're not Judeo-Christians, are they? No. They may not be Judeo-Christians, and some of their practices may seem abhorrent to us, but I bet they still have some basic ideas of right and wrong. We'd probably agree with. I doubt they'd look kindly on theft or random murder, at least not within an in-group dynamic. It's cultural. Yes, exactly. This it is, is cultural. And you grew up in a Judeo-Christian culture. There's therefore, you have that... the, therefore, you have good values that I agree with. Bullshit. Bullshit. You just it's made an argument for me. No, you I made an argument make... for me. You I just didn't. made it for me. You grew up in a place where there's Christianity. You're a good person. This place where there's no Christianity, they come in boys' mouths. There's Christians that do that in boys' mouths, too. Uh, some priests, even. Ever hear of the Catholic priest sex abuse scandal? But in fairness, sexual abuse within churches isn't limited to Catholics. There's one place that has a fucked up way of looking at things. Mm -hmm. It's a cultural thing. It well, has nothing every, to do everywhere with Christianity. That doesn't have, everywhere that doesn't have a strong Christian heritage is a fucked up place with bad, with bad morals. That's a ridiculous statement. That is ridiculous. Every place that isn't predominantly Christian has bad morals. All those evil Jains and Buddhists running around. What about the great civilizations of the past that predate Christianity, like the Greeks, Romans, and Egyptians? They might have had some practices and customs that may seem jarring to our modern sensibilities, uh, such as gladiatorial games or whatnot, but we also borrow a lot from some of those ancient cultures. The Founding Fathers, many of whom were deists and rationalists, venerated the classical world and looked to the ancient philosophers and orators for wisdom. That's a ridiculous statement. That's Everywhere ridiculous that statement. doesn't have Geo 
Judeo-Christian <laughs> values uh, is a fucked up place? I think that, yes, I think I think it, sh it should be perfectly reasonable, respectable thing to say that our culture is better. I believe our culture is better our than culture, everywhere else in the, the world. culture of Christians. I think European, Christians European, are running around doing ketamine and European, fucking each other. European and American culture, which is based on Judeo-Christian values, is better than other cultures. I think it's uh, uncontroversial to say so. But what's what based on Judeo-Christian values about being a good person? Well, ultimately, our it has sense, nothing ultimately to do our with sense the right myths comes from the Bible. You have got to be kidding me. You did not just say that. Did you really just say that our sense of right and wrong comes from contradictory man-made religious texts that has some nice things in it, but also has prescriptions about how to treat your slaves and stoning women and homosexuals, blood-soaked stories about genocide and taking young virgin girls as spoils of war, even if it was a perfect moral guide, we still don't get our sense of right and wrong from a book. We're social mammals, capable of group cooperation, and at least in part um, wired for things like empathy and altruism. When a cat nurses its kittens or a monkey sounds an alarm call to the rest of the group at its own peril, are these altruistic acts coming from the Bible? What? It does. What comes from the Bible? Ultimately, our sense of right and wrong comes from the Bible. Our sense of right I think, and wrong. I think, I think your you sense think of... there's the only way that a person could have ethics and morals and treat each other well... No, I didn't well, say the only way. Don't you think I that people no, understand what's I good and specific... what's bad? Listen, if we're going to have a conversation, we can't keep talking over each other like this. When someone is trying to make... Joe's getting pissed, understandably. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, Joe. A point about something that's ahead, complex ahead, like this if you're if you think that the only way for a person to have ethics or an understanding of each other or compassion for each other is to rely on ancient myths that are easily scientifically disproven that. well that's what christianity is no i didn't say that i well, said that's that the what specific, the bible is. I said that, said that the specific set of values that you have is influenced more than you would like to admit by your judeo-christian what's heritage. it it's influenced by there a are certain things that i think factors. all of us have um i mean look i think that some some of what we would call morality obviously comes from natural revulsion, which is more like biological, right? Then this is this is some of the prescriptions against perhaps against murder, perhaps against child abuse, that kind of stuff, right? Wow, is Milo now saying there might be some evolutionary underpinning to morality? A minute ago, he was saying we get our sense of right and wrong from the Bible. There's either some backtracking going on here or some serious cognitive dissonance comes from a sort of natural revulsion, and it may be uh, an evolutionary biological imperative. There are certain things that we just know we shouldn't do, right? And that's our body saying, ugh, no. Like, you know, like rotten, the smell of rotten food, you know, or stuff like that, yeah? Um, but there are other things that, um, that definitely come from the, from the uh, Judeo-Christian tradition that has defined most of what we consider to be right and wrong in the West. Mm, like disapproving of homosexuals. And I think our society is the better for it. Uh, and I think that our society is better than elsewhere in the world. But you that yourself say, and your lifestyle is proof positive that this the evolution of what this used to be well, and what it is today? evolutionarily speaking, I'm an outlier because, um, I mean, as you'll know, gay people generally test higher for IQ than the rest of the population. Well, fancy you. In seriousness, I didn't have much time to look into that claim, but from what I can tell from doing some cursory browsing, it does seem like Milo's right. Some studies do seem to indicate that gay men in general either test better or that there may be a correlation between homosexuality and higher IQ. And lots of evolutionary biologists um, will suggest that, that gay um, people with high IQs tend to en engage in... Um, uh, dissident or unusual habits and practices in general because that's where um, 
where Mother Nature does her experimentations, where she you know tests the limits of of um, of the species. So people with very high IQ are more likely to be homosexual. Goes the evolutionary biology argument because mm -hmm. it's in those very smart people that the sort of the the transgression transgressive dissident stuff is tried out by Mother Nature. So I would say I'm probably an outlier there as a very smart homosexual. Uh, Did he just call himself a very smart homosexual? Maybe not as smart or as intellectually honest as he thinks, at least as far as religion is concerned. Um, you know, I'm not typical of, of sort of main of, of, of the kind of bulk of the species. Right, but what you are. I mean, like I might who, take it to extremes. You are, but, but who you are. Being a gay that's man not who I am. that's how promiscuous. That's what I do. And but we, that is, this is prohibited this. in the Bible. Yes, but I, I agree that it would be better if I didn't behave like this. And if I could do you really? choose to be heterosexual, so I would do so. loathing no, homosexual. No, 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 and I won't have this. You need to read a wonderful essay by Brace. No, I don't need to read shit. <laughs> oh, man, I love Joe Rogan. I need to know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> okay, so Brace Because what talk. you're saying is who you are is, is, no, it's not who is you, prohibited it's not in who the Bible. you are, because I don't think my sexuality is an important component of my It's a huge part of you. You talk about it all the time. I agree with Joe. Milo obviously identifies very strongly as a homosexual, and in a way, it's a big part of his shtick. But in fairness, I think sexuality is a big part of all our lives. We're sexual beings. In a biological or evolutionary context, you could say our prime directive is to procreate and to perpetuate the species. So we're wired to think about and desire sex. Even if you're someone who identifies as quote-unquote asexual, your sexual orientation or lack thereof could probably still be said to be a significant part of who you are, because like it or not, our sexuality defines all of us to some extent. Well, it's a massive part of what we've talked about on this show. I think um, it comes up anytime you want to make a funny point. It comes up anytime you want to define your sexuality or your urges or I do rely on it for your humor. decadence. Um, you, I think people, you I jump think people, to it because I think, I think it's you. Well, I think people leap to the most uh, the most different thing about themselves, or the most unusual thing about themselves. Anytime they want to be funny or be, um, you know, it's it, it, black. It's why black comedians talk about being black a lot. Chris Rock always talks about, you know, blacks and the N word. Um, it's why, uh, you know, Muslim comedians only ever talk about Islam. It's you know, gay comedians talk about being gay. I think that's you go to that because it's the most uh -huh. different, funny thing about you. It's and it's a sort of, sort of a form of laziness, I suppose. Um, so I, d I don't know if that's particularly relevant. But um, no, wait, listen, it's absolutely relevant. Well, You're supposed a, to be joke stoned out of it, but to could, death in a lot of cultures. Well, in Muslim cultures, not yeah. now. Not now. Leviticus says gays should be put to death too, and a lot of Christians still cite it as quote-unquote proof that God and or the Bible disproves of homosexuality. And Milo still hasn't said why it is exactly that being straight would make him better. If he hasn't said being straight would make him better yet, he, he's about to. Maybe evolutionarily it would make you better at the procreation game, but I don't think morally speaking being straight makes you better who cares if someone's gay if two consenting adults want to engage in a loving or even a purely sexual relationship have at it um and it's, it's only the it's only the muslim world that does that now it was 11 countries well, they're the last people. ones that continue the grand old tradition of killing gay people <laughs> but that shit's been around forever i mean well, you're supposed what does it say in the bible about a man lying with another man i think if i could i mean if Since i if death, i could choose right? if i and 
if I could choose, I wouldn't be homosexual. Really? That doesn't make me self-loathing. So if someone came out of the doesn't pill, make me if Pfizer came, came out with a pill to make me fucking straight. does. No, it doesn't. You no, don't it think doesn't. it makes you self-loathing Absolutely to not. hate a part of what you are? I don't hate a part of what I am. I love all of me, but if I could choose to be even better, then I would be. So you'd be better if you were straight? Yes. Wow. And for the record, I happen to be straight. I just don't see a logical or moral reason why gays should be seen as inferior. And don't give me that crap that if everyone were gay, the species would die off. Yes, that's true. But don't worry, there'll always be plenty of straight people to keep the species going. No one had to teach me to like women. All the Liza Minnelli in the world couldn't turn a dyed-in-the-wool hetero like myself gay. So it would be. If Johnson and Johnson would be better if came along and had an anti-gay pill, yeah, you would take it. Well, it would be career suicide, but I probably would. Yeah, would it be career suicide? You don't think that you could transition into uh, the straight world? You would be the poster boy for Christian right. They would love you. It's true. You know, if I were to pray the gay away, I'd be so popular. You would be super popular. Like, that's what's holding you back is the oh, gay. Wow. You're right. Maybe Look, that's you're it. intelligent. You're good looking. You're well dressed. It's true. It's true. You're right. It's true. I am intelligent and good looking. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Hopefully I don't seem like I'm being too harsh on Milo. I actually think he's a funny, entertaining guy. It's just some of his arguments regarding religion kind of get under my skin. Okay, if I'm going to I'm going to enroll just, in one of these camps again. I'm going to I'm going to get camps another don't work. They're just an excuse for they dudes to get to together and pill. fuck each other. Mm. Like Michelle Bachman's husband. And if you're not familiar with Michelle Bachman, she's an American religious conservative uh, politician and quite possibly batshit crazy. And just Google a picture of her husband. It's amazing. He's like a big, glorious queen. <laughs> you ever heard about the camp that that guy was running? Yes. That guy's the greatest. Or, the, or Obama about, after hours. How about the um, guy? You say that, but hold on, we'll bring just that back. Kidding. But how about the guy that got arrested Hillary for killing those fucking people at remember. that uh, that community center? Oh, the gay that serial arrested. killer. They're not often. With, uh, the there are not many gay, guy. Not gay serial killers. Is it? No, he's a KKK guy that got arrested with black prostitutes. Oh yeah, of course he, of course yes. he did, of course he did. My favorite, of course he did. I love it. God, there but love for the, when there but for the grace of God, go I. Um, so my favorite guys, <laughs> people who get caught with black prostitutes. I mean, literally could could be me on any Thursday. Well, the racist um, murderers who get caught with black well, prostitutes. Not those are adorable. No, 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 All right, I'll probably leave it there. So this has been kind of a new thing for me. I don't think I've ever commented on a video in quite this way before. I hope you guys dug it. And uh, with that being said, you guys know the drill. You can like the show on Facebook. Uh, just do a search for the Weekend Out Facebook page. Follow the show on Twitter. Um, check out the YouTube channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're already doing that. Um... You can check out the archives through Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N. That's the place where I host my feed. Uh, you can subscribe or rate the show via iTunes. If you do leave me a written review, let me know so I can read it on the air. If you want to support the show monetarily, you can either use the PayPal widget at the bottom of the Podbean page. There's all that alliteration. And you can donate as little as 99 cents. Uh, or you can go to patreon.com slash the week in doubt. And for as little as 99 cents or a dollar, you can become uh, a patron. That would be 99 cents or a dollar a month. I've already got uh, six patrons. Uh, thank you to you guys. I feel like I don't say that enough. And uh, with that being said, until next week, shalom.